You would have gone to Plowtown? That's the dirtiest sounding food reference I've ever heard. up with the sup sup playful banter podcast listeners back with you once again with kyle i'm robbie uh we've got an old face even though we can't hit his face which is disappointing for all of us our minister of food and nutrition joining us once again is alexander francis brown alex how you living oh the dream is always and you know it really i'm the person that is most sad about you not being able to hit my face I know you like it. That's the second straight one of our guests that have said that they are living the dream when asked. So I feel like we're a pretty dreamy podcast. Yep. I think that we are dream inspiring. Mm -hmm. I I think we are the dream, probably. (laughs) I also like that you described him as an old face and not a familiar face. (laughs) Just just an old face. He's 30 now. (laughs) He's old. And all the people that listen to this that are over 30 are really mad that I just said that. He's old comparatively to Kyle. I am I. I am <laughs> drinking a margarita out of a beer mug. So my man. The dream, like <laughs> a, I said. A sign, <laughs> a sign of all 30-year-olds and old age. <laughs> yeah. Alex, we'll need to discuss your, your birthday. You were the first one, really, um, that we've talked to on the podcast who who suffered a, a loss of a birthday due to this mm, quarantining yes. stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You were going to go to Vegas, were you not? That was the plan, yeah. I've never been to Vegas. Uh, Aaron wanted to take me, and unfortunately, that was postponed. I do think it was a mistake to not invite Kyle and I to Vegas for mm. your 30th. Like, I think I think it was a great idea. Vegas for your 30th was a great idea. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that your wife shouldn't have been there. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying... <laughs> We should should have been there, um, and so. But hey, on the bright side, now I'm not mad at you for going without us. So there's there's always the next time. But man, which, you know, hopefully won't be canceled. Yeah. You, so you have a second chance. Yeah. To invite us. Yeah. Don't blow it. Well, you know, I'm still going by the. Uh, you know, this was not actually my 30th birthday, and that all of our 30th birthdays are next year. So that yeah, way right. we can go. We have postponed your 30th stuff. birthday before mm-hmm. coronavirus did. We did. <laughs> yes, this is my 30th birthday, which lasts for two years. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you you are just going to be in denial for the next like 13 months, and then we'll we'll all hit 30 at the same time. We'll hit the restart. Oh yeah. We need to game plan what that 30th birthday joint celebration is because essentially at le- about half of our close-knit friend group are all going to turn 30 within two months of each other. I can think of at yeah. least six, I th- I th- six of us. Somewhere, somewhere warm weather and cold drinks. You're describing Mexico. He's describing a lot of places. (laughs) But the closest and cheapest one is Mexico. I don't know. New Mexico has warm weather and you don't have to go through customs. Margaritas, That's And it's closer. True. I feel like going through customs as a large group would be fun, though. Speaking of customs, I have recently found, I believe, and this is a whole other podcast, but I believe that I'm actually legal to enter Canada, and I did not have any problems hey. this whole time. 
So we could have done it. Yeah, I <laughs> knew we could have done it. This is actually disappointing news to me. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's a lot of opportunities in the past for the for fact that we we know that we don't have to smuggle you across a border is pretty disappointing. I think because here's what would have happened: you would have been in the trunk, right? And that would have been great. And then somebody would have said, "Do you have anything?" in the back that you're not supposed to. And we could have even without lying said no, because they didn't ask, do you have any one in the trunk that you're not supposed to? What would have been great is that if we went with him and he got checked, like we were trying to hide him and then they, we got found out, but it turns out he was legal anyway. <laughs> so we were hiding him for no reason. <laughs> that would have been phenomenal. Just been like stupid Americans. Yeah, idiot. You're legal. Go sit in a seat and put a seatbelt on. <laughs> Go on your way. Although, I mean, I've already gotten away with a few illegal things in Canada. I don't know why they would throw up the alarm there. Don't, don't incriminate yourself on a podcast. That was the most bizarre. No, I'll tell that story. I'm proud as hell of that story. It was it was the weirdest thing. We got pulled over. I was I was speeding. We were having to cover a lot of ground. I got bored and I didn't realize how fast I was going. It's you know tail is old as time. Kilometers per hour, miles per hour. Right. I know. I was I was going a smooth one fifteen. <laughs> you know, in a ninety five, whatever, however that translates. Uh, and the cop goes through the whole process of writing me a ticket, but he's really nice about it, and then he hands it back, says. Here's a souvenir from Canada. Slow down. You don't have to pay anything. <laughs> but it's a full it's a full written out ticket. It has where it was, what the guy's name was, how fast I was going, like a description of everything and he's just like this isn't actually a ticket. It's just a souvenir. It's a nice souvenir. But it was so Do you still af- have it? it it was so official looking that I was like he said we don't have to pay it, right? Like he wrote everything on there, like the fine amount and everything. But he said I don't have to pay it. So I do have it somewhere. I think I filed it away. That's going to be a memory that I find one day. Yeah, those nice Canadians. Yeah. So, yeah, that was funny. But uh, anyway, it's, yeah, it's kind of bittersweet news that, yes, we can go to Canada with you, but it no longer has that danger appeal Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I so desired. We need to find a country you're not allowed into. There's always something. We can find something (laughs) dangerous, I'm sure. But, yes, I think that we do need to discuss a 30th, birthday and just put an asterisk next to alex for 30th birthday alex <laughs> robbie speaking Segway. speaking of people who are good at things who's our woman of the week this week actually next week uh in history there's something very special um you know we're not dealing with any sports right now um hopefully back very soon but Lynn Genesco, with a K, not a C, Robbie, uh, was the first woman to receive an athletic scholarship to college for swimming. Um, she was a swimmer, but overall in all athletics, first athletic scholarship. And I think that's pretty amazing. Um, that was in 1973, which is actually a lot more recent than I would have imagined, to be honest. More recent than it should have been. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, we can adhere to how much women's sports is really prevalent now with the WNBA is really important. Obviously, Sabrina just drafted uh, the Oregon women's duck team. Amazing. Uh, It's really important. I think it's a really good thing. It should have happened sooner. Um, You know, kudos to Lynn. 
I think that's a great thing to, to do, and it should have happened a lot sooner, frankly. It's probably mind-blowing. It would take some research, but, like, you can think of a lot of really important female athletes that were doing their thing before 1973, and the fact that they did not get scholarships for any of that before 1973 is pretty bonkers. And the fact that she was the first, I'm guessing it still took a long time before it actually became a regular thing around the country for women to get scholarships. And so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I imagine the amount of red tape and barriers that had to be moved for that to happen, she must have must have been worth it. Yeah, for sure. Which is awesome. Yeah. So good on you, Lynn Janesco with a K, as mm-hmm. Alex wanted to be very specific about, in case you're I'm also ahead. sure that it was a challenge for her to do that. Um, more so of a challenge than the challenge that you gave me last week. Nice. Which was... <laughs> yeah, baby. You're getting there with the segues. Which was to eat all of my food with chopsticks, um, which I did. I will say I accidentally cheated once um, <gasps> on Mother's Day. We drove out to my parents' place and had a social distancing dinner. And I brought the chopsticks in the car, but then when dinner came, I just I totally forgot about it. So on Mother's Day, I did not eat with chopsticks. But every other thing that I ate... Um, the whole week, I ate with chopsticks. I ate my ice cream with chopsticks. I ate my salad with chopsticks. I ate my chicken wings with chopsticks. I ate my sandwiches with chopsticks. There's going to be a whole post that I'm writing about how I ate my sandwiches with chopsticks on playfulbanter.org next week. Yes. Um, but overall, it was easier than I thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, which I'm actually, I, yeah, like even stuff that like ice cream, I was like, how am I going to eat ice cream? It actually wasn't too difficult. Um, I think my wrist is probably stronger now because I, I mo- most of it wasn't bite-sized pieces, so I just picked up very large things with chopsticks. Like I had pizza the other day, and I, just entire slice with chopsticks. <laughs> you just <laughs> held you held it in front of your face and slowly worked your way through it. Yep. How much did you cheat by just poking stuff with the chopsticks? Though that's what I want to know. I did that with toast. I saw um, you do that with I, toast on one of your. I, I thought it would, I was trying to be innovative, um, but actually that was harder to do than just eating it normally with chopsticks, so I went back to my normal eating. I do think I'm better with chopsticks now than I was before, um, and it is like chicken wings, it was actually a better way to eat those than I thought it would be. It was more difficult for sure, but much less of a mess. Is it less of a mess because you were able to eat less of the wing? Like, how much were you able to actually get all the meat off of it? I did. Yeah, I I, I worked those bones. Uh, did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, did, you really, did, did you ever yeah. think about using multiple, like, two hands of chopsticks for holding them? So you got four chopsticks? That's I, only, I only have two chopsticks. <laughs> I use the same set of like disposable chopsticks from takeout the, the whole week and just kept <laughs> kept washing them. You could have uh, split those two in half and then had four and then just gone like Kyle chopstick hands. That's true. I did not next, think of that. Next but challenge. If it didn't work, I didn't want to ruin my only pair of chopsticks. That's, tr- that's true. <laughs> you were putting all your eggs in a basket there. I think we have a drawer full of chopsticks from takeout that we just stockpile actually i almost never use chopsticks we use them a decent amount i used it for an entire week she's uh, my muse even has some like actual 
chopsticks, like not disposable ones, like reusable nice mm-hmm. ones. I had some of those when I was a kid. Went to Chinatown in fourth grade as a field trip. Got some chopsticks. You bought chopsticks in Chinatown on a fourth grade field trip? Yeah, and then for like a couple of weeks, I would eat scrambled eggs every morning with chopsticks. <laughs> All right. Good good job with that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed following. For those of you that don't know, on our Instagram is where you can follow Kyle and I um, doing our weekly challenges day by day. Yeah, so your challenge this week um, actually was a user-submitted challenge by Tyson Hasacker. Um, it was... It was a couple of weeks ago he submitted the challenge, and I've been waiting. Uh, he submitted it when you took breakfast away from me, oh, and man. he was uh, he was empathetic towards me, and so he thought that he could help me get you back a little bit. So his thought was that you would have to go a week without hot sauce. No. <laughs> Why would he do this to me? I knew him All first. Of hot sauce. Did he text you? Like I didn't see that come across social. Wow! So he, yeah. he really targeted me. He went straight to the source. Wow, Brutus! <laughs> no hot sauce whatsoever. Correct. So I wanna. I'm fine with this. I'll I'll do it. Obviously, um, one that's not gonna make a super interesting Instagram story. <laughs> No, just taking pictures of food that don't have hot sauce. On yeah, it. it doesn't. You don't have to Instagram yeah. all of your hot sauceless food. Yeah, um, I just want to clarify. I'm still allowed to put hot sauce in recipes that call for like, like there's a bunch of Asian recipes that have sriracha in like some kind of sauce or whatever. I don't think so. He can't. He can't have any hot sauce, right? That's I, I'm with Alex on this one. What? So I have to like not follow the recipe. I have to. It. I have to I leave mean, out who? ingredients that are called for in the. In the thing, yes. as the as the minister of food and nutrition, you need to get creative, Robbie. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, then the finish, minister of food and nutrition is going to send me recipes so that I can have spicy things without. Hot How about sauce. this? You send me the recipe that has the hot sauce, and I will replace it with another food. <laughs> oh, I like this idea. <laughs> You're just going to respond mayonnaise. <laughs> That'll fix it. Starbursts. <laughs> Garnishing of jelly beans. That will be interesting. I will say I don't put hot sauce on as much as I probably would otherwise. But, you know, I live with a cook who likes to cook. And she does yeah. take offense when I put hot sauce on things that we cook. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if, you, if this was Bachelor Robbie cooking for yourself each meal, this would have been harder for this you. This would have been awful for me because I was making such bland food for myself that hot sauce is the flavor of everything that I created. Yeah, I feel like most of your meals <laughs> is like chicken, eggs, and hot sauce. Yep. That was it. So... Yes, I think that I can do this. I think that it won't be super difficult. I will just be... There's a few things. Like, I, I like to eat hard-boiled eggs and put Tabasco on there. That's still a pretty regular thing that I do. Um, can, you, can you tell us the hot sauces that you'll be giving up? Do you have an assortment? Uh, I do have an assortment. I actually was going to... I went to the store this week to look for secret aardvark sauce. Because I always like that when it's at restaurants and stuff. But it's great. It's um, also expensive. It's good flavor. Good flavor. Yeah, but they were out of like the regular one. They had some weird like different ones. 
But, um, so yeah, that one I don't have, but I wanted it. So now I'm kind of glad that I don't have it. <laughs> but um, Tapatio, Cholula, and Sriracha, and Tabasco are the four that I have in my house for various purposes. Um, so I'll be giving those up. I like it. So it's our first fan-submitted challenge. So if anybody else has challenges for one of us, feel free to pop those in Twitter or email. That's true. Yep. And text Kyle at the source. (laughs) Yeah, just go straight to text if you have our phone numbers. (laughs) I was going to suggest I'm going to have to get you guys a... Uh, a bottle of this Belize hot sauce that Aaron and I got when we went down there. Very You've talked good. about this hot sauce a lot. It's it's so good. Marie Sharp's. Two thumbs up. I don't you can know see why, it on the as our Minister of Food and Nutrition, we don't already have this. this That's like, a great point, Robbie. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll remedy that. Just yeah. give me your credit card information and I'll ruin your Devis <laughs> Horror <laughs> That's not why we hired a, a Minister of Food and Nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> You you can uh, write it off as a job expense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how that works. Part of part of my stipend paid by myself. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of stipends, it's time to talk about the Bachelor. Uh, Why is that? Speaking of stipends, shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They probably get paid some way, right? <laughs> there there has to be some some form of payment. I don't know. Maybe they gave Jason Mraz a stipend for being a judge. Anyway. Uh, Alex, have you been following along on our journey of watching uh, The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart? I listened to the beginning of your journey, but I have not caught up. And How's mm-hmm. it been going? Tell me, tell me where you are in it now. I'm in it now. I'm, yeah. I gotta know. I'm pulled in. I can't get we out ju- now. Well, we just figured it. We just watched episode three, um, and they revealed the stakes of this whole thing. So in some weird marketing move, they decided not to tell everybody what the stakes were until the third episode of the television show. <laughs> so people were in it anyway. They don't actually they were going to be they were bought in before they even knew what they would win. So they're not there for that purpose. And so now the the couple that wins, it's going to be a couple that wins gets uh they get a recording contract and they get to go on a tour. Yeah. Um a, a victory bachelor presents couples tour <laughs> which which inevitably will lead to the breakup of whatever duet wins and then it'll be super awkward and i hope someone makes a documentary out of it that's that's the, the, this whole thing is so that they can create more content off their content it's really genius do you see the confusion on my face <laughs> i'm trying to brace this together how many bachelor shows are there i'm so confused so this, this is the the first one that I'm aware of that's not just The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So No, nah, well, there's The Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, one. Bachelor in Paradise. What is You're that? Right. Oh, my goodness. That's the one where they just all have sex, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go to an island and bone. Um, <laughs> I watched that on Netflix. It's okay. <laughs> Intrigued. So this one, it's a bunch of people in a house, a uh, approximately equal amount of men and women. They varied it a little bit for the first two episodes. Um, and they're all musicians. And so they the first couple episodes was them trying to pair up just, like, love-wise. So, like, the first episode, the girls gave a rose to a guy. And the second episode, the guys gave a rose to a girl. Mm. And so they all had, like, some sort of kind of pairing. It got... There was drama. And then this episode was the first time where they sang... 
and based off of their performances, the worst performance got kicked off the show. Wow. Yeah. Were they really bad? No. Well, they're all talented. They're all They're all pretty talented musicians um, individually. Like they were definitely selected. They're not just people like would normally be on The Bachelor. They're all yeah, people it's not that just are just like you and me, random people who are trying to not become musicians. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> Which would be an interesting show actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are all you know, have other professions, but clearly their goal is to be a musician. So they have like day jobs mm-hmm. as like waiters and yoga instructors and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they all want to be all musicians. Talented. So they, yeah, it, it was interesting because there was still some drama, you know, between like who picked who and, um, you know, would it be a better pair if some other people were paired up? But the fact that we're into the singing portion of this show uh, makes it really interesting i think because you the judging panel for the singing part of this was pretty hilarious actually because you had a former bachelor bachelorette jojo and aaron Rodgers's brother yeah jordan um were judges for the singing portion even though neither of them know anything about singing nothing about but they were there to comment on the chemistry between the so they they didn't comment at all on the singing part of it. They just commented on how. That was my next question. How well that, yeah. it's not just about singing. It still. didn't look it's like still you liked each this, other. Like, love. You know, yeah. you went in for a kiss. They kind of pulled back. I don't think you guys have that chemistry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that sounds. You know that sounds like some trashy television. <laughs> it is trashy television, but I swear I am so sucked into it now, and I'm sitting there. Kyle and I are texting during this whole show and just being like, "This is." I can't believe that she's going to do this to him. Like, you know, all kinds of crap is going on. But I got to know how it ends. We left off episode two with kind of the cliffhanger of who is this Playboy Brandon guy going to choose because there's multiple girls that are fawning for him. And that was kind of the through line drama for most of this episode was which one is he going to pick? He at the start of the episode, he picked one, which made the other one very angry. Um, and so the other one was just left with long-haired, Jesus-looking guy who was not happy about being second fiddle, but for some reason just accepts it. He's, like, too nice of a guy. Like, he, he will always give, like, this other girl, I swear, could, like, cheat on him and break his heart and do all the worst things in the world, and he would still come back to her. And she's the one that's being a total jerk about it and being a manipulator. And she, like, she's from... From the beginning, uh, Danny identified her as the crazy one, Kyle's partner. Yep. Um, and man, she's one. really starting to show that now. I mean, she's you know going after other girls, you know, calling them ingenuine, disin, dis, disgenuine, disingenuous. disingenuous. Yeah, this is the. the- this is the first episode where I really felt like I was watching The Bachelor because they busted out the I don't think she's here for the right reasons line, which is the classic Bachelor oh, yeah, line. Perfect. Yep. It's which not is about love, it's about fame. And <laughs> it totally, it, it blows my mind, but it doesn't, that she's mad at the other girl, even though it's the guy who's the one who messed everything up. It's misplaced up. anger for sure. The guy did not pick her, and instead of blaming the guy, she blames the girl that got chosen instead of her. Yeah, and so I'm sitting there, I'm like, She's how playing stupid the is that? But, you know, it, it totally creates the classic cat fight type of, you know, scenario on that The Bachelor eats up. 
You know, they had cameramen chasing crying chicks through the building. You know, they had people not reciprocating feelings and all that leading up to the singing part. You had a panic attack during the singing part. It was all a huge thing. But most of the Mm. people on the show are actually pretty talented. Some people that I wish weren't talented are actually pretty talented. But I think the girls are better. I think most, for the most part, the girls are better. I did notice that almost all the time with these couples, guys playing the guitar and the girl is just a vocalist. I feel like we should have got more girl instrumentalist people mm-hmm. on this on this show. But there are some very good girl vocalists. Um, but we ended up losing two people that I didn't even know were on this show when the episode started. So it wasn't really <laughs> a loss. <laughs> and it was probably kind of predictable for a few reasons that they were going to be the ones to go partially because of that because by the time they were editing this show together they know who got kicked off first and they were like ah let's not bother uh investing investing too much but now we're at the point where i think there's 10 left there's Mm -hmm. like five couples and they've invested time in developing all of them um including that dramatic you know couple of pairs and so that'll be It'll be interesting. I'm guessing, you know, Kyle's got the theory. They're going to keep the dramatic people around longer than they oh, yeah. deserve to be. Um, if I'm, it were I'm just, just saying I'm, I'm going to wait for that the crazy lady to try to break up that other couple again. That's going to happen eventually, and that, that'll make for good podcasting. Well, and what- At this point, Robbie, do you have a, a favorite couple that you want to see win this whole thing? A favorite couple that I want to see win it or a favorite couple that I think? think could win it Ooh, whichever one maybe both i have always liked the chemistry of rudy and matt Mm. um i think that they're a little too hot and cold to maybe actually make it to the end she's a really good singer um he's kind of okay which is what worries what yeah he's he's definitely not the worst guy um but it kind of worries me about them possibly winning it one because the other tricky thing about this is if one person quits the game it forces their partner to quit too because you can't go up there and sing by yourself i think right unless they want to couple up with the person somebody else well but matt's got a nice beard i gotta say are are you googling them yeah he's (laughs) he's got some sharp facial hair i am into rudy's he's he's got the (laughs) the best arms of anybody in the house i could see that oh yep i'll make sure to google that next um Yeah, I don't. I actually think that maybe the best best combination of talent might be Natasha and the Sean Mendez looking dude, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan was my favorite guy. I was pulling for Ryan, and I was pissed when he ended up coupling up with Natasha because I don't like Natasha. But then she actually was really. But good she's singer. really good singer. She's a, she's a. I think she's a crazy person too. That will and that's really going to come through. Um, I think I'm kind of rooting for Trevor and Jamie. Um, I really like Jamie, but I don't think that she's going to win this. I think that she's too all over the place. Yeah. I think she it's a little above her punching weight right now. But I really like her. I think that she's a really nice, sweet girl that like deserves <laughs> happiness and all that. But I just don't know if she's... She's one of those that I'm worried about in a game like this. I just don't know Isn't if... It- is Natasha the crazy one? Julia Natasha's one of the crazy ones. Natasha came in just to start drama. Natasha yeah. looks like she's the crazy one. <laughs> she, she does. She does present like that. The feud right now is between Savannah and Julia. Julia is the kind of the crazy one, and Savannah is 
you know, she'll, she'll fight back, but it, she's also just kind of like, this is all stupid. I don't know why she's mad at me type of thing. Which is a fair response. Right. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we'll see how things go as we move into week four. Right. I'm excited. All right. I think it's time for a break. When we come I back, so well. we are going to read some mail. We're going to dig into the dictionary, and we're going to do some would-you-rathers. So don't go anywhere. The time has come for us to return. Epic. We're back. Nice. Uh, We're going to kick it off with mail time. Here's the mail that never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Way to finish that. All right, our piece of mail this week is entitled Blog Challenge. Uh, so if you have not seen our blog, go to playfulbanter.org. That's where all of our blog posts are housed. It says, Hello, gnomes. I've always been so intrigued by the ads at the bottom of websites. Who makes them? How do they decide what combo of headlines and pictures to choose to grab your attention? Can I really flush out my bowels by eating bananas with cinnamon? I need answers to these questions. Also, I am hoping you will make a blog post with your own outlandish headlines and accompanying photos. Who knows? Maybe you'll get hired to be one of these writers if you do a good enough job. Blog idea two. Take a pre-existing ad like the ones pictured below and write the accompanying article. Robbie, maybe this should be a writing project for your students. Thanks for the, inter- thanks for the entertainment during quarantine, a listener. And then there are a bunch of examples of these ads that she's saying, like Oregon seniors on Medicare are getting a huge payday, and it's just this picture of this old lady holding a bunch of money in front of her face. <laughs> All those like random spam ads you see at the bottom <laughs> Which of she's clearly not doing. It's clearly a picture of an old lady and someone put some folded up money and a hand in front of the old lady's picture. Like, and there's yes. no way they have permission from that old lady to use that photo, but who knows. And there is a picture of bananas with what appears to be cinnamon on top of them with the headline, this one thing will prob- properly flush properly. out your bowels. Yeah, so... Um, Could you click the, on that for me and just forward it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 all, it's all the clickbait stuff. And so basically need to, one, create our own series of clickbait uh, images. So, And I feel like that's actually like one of our Jackbox uh, games that we play where you like pick a picture and then someone else has to pick a like a self-help title or something and they randomly get put together and it comes up with mm-hmm. a funny thing so i could do that and then uh, i like the blog idea too where you know i pick the uh this one thing will prop properly flush out your bowels and i write a whole blog post <laughs> <laughs> the next one is how to empty your bowels every morning top surgeon explains and it's just a picture of a pile of hard-boiled eggs <laughs> with a doctor photoshopped in front of them. <laughs> and you know that person's not a doctor. <laughs> no way. Yeah. So um, thank uh, you for this email, a listener. We will. I will definitely – I think I'll have fun with that. I'll just sit there on my computer one night and I'll, I'll find random images on the internet and come up with <laughs> random – like all I need are the pictures and then I can come up with the headlines. All right. 
Now we are on to our newest and funnest segment, Dictionary Dummies. Dictionary Dummies. Previously known as Dysfunctional Dictionary. (laughs) I think every week we're going to have a different D word to go with dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll have to keep listening to figure out how the series is going. So this is the game where I find three previous Dictionary.com words of the day that I don't know what they mean. And I ask our Robbie and our guests what they mean and see if they can figure it out and maybe give us a little bit of a history of the word um, if, if they are aware of the history of the word. So, starting us off, our first word is a verb. It is insufflate. Would you like to take this one first, Robbie? Sure. Uh, I actually have heard of this word. Um, it is the action of or you said it's a verb right and so you mm-hmm. know that depressing feeling when a souffle like uh you know just kind of decompresses you know because the the hope of the souffle is that it stays up like many other things um you want it to stay up <laughs> if if it if it uh flattens that's a really sad thing and so insufflate is actually the process of taking the in, insufflator and <laughs> you insert it into the souffle and you insufflate uh, to reinflate the souffle. Insufflate. Insufflate. All right, Alex, tell, tell me the answer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Robbie is close to it, close but not exactly there. It does have to do with flating, but... Fl- Inflating from the the inside, the innards of the flation, it comes from and originates from the inside. So you know, you for the balloon, you would blow into the balloon. So you're you're inflating it from the outside of the balloon. Where insufflate is, it's actually inflating itself from the inside without any additional work from you. So it's it's kind of like another word for magic, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's another but word it's not used for very magic. Much. <laughs> that was a very totally specific a de- type of magic. <laughs> that was a total departure from what you were talking about. You were talking about inflation and like you know this kind of. The- <laughs> I don't know how you got. Just it's, it's sum in the up old it's English magic. dictionary, it's I guess. Magic. It's so, just magic. Alex actually started out very close to the answer and just kept talking his way further and further away from it. <laughs> That's my move too, Alex. Don't worry. So insufflate <laughs> is a verb meaning to blow or breathe in. I thought I was close too because I was insufflating. I was inflating a souffle. It's insufflate. You were. But Alex started out like blowing up a balloon. Like he was right there. And then he just <laughs> verb swerved to magic. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's magic. Well, some would say that inflating a balloon is magic. Some would. <laughs> um, our second word is a noun. It is silvix. So I'll, I'll take this one. So silvix is actually, it's really simple. We'll just, I'll keep this really short. It's, it's the right side of your index finger by the, the fingernail. So just, just the, the, the <laughs> could you say it again? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> You know what it is. And you know what it means. Yeah. Silvix? Is that what it was? Silvix. Silvix, yeah. I can spell it. S-I-L-V-I-C-S. 
Yeah, so it's basically the outside part of your index finger, but only the top little portion, <laughs> like the tip of your finger. But and only where, the and where, where did where did this definition come from? So med school, your butt. But <laughs> I, I don't think it's slang. But it's <laughs> everybody knows that slang has been developed for a very specific part of your index finger. <laughs> That's All the cool kids are talking about <laughs> it. I'm sure Robbie knows. I'm sure Robbie knows. That's definitely a focus. You know, yeah, I hear kids talk about Silvix all the time in school, but it has nothing to do with your finger, you idiot. <laughs> uh, Silvix is a popular term for a Filipino shoulder bag designed for carrying various lipsticks and different samples of <laughs> wildlife. <laughs> Uh, wild, wild. Lipsticks he, and samples of wildlife. He, he pivoted to magic. It went, went out. <laughs> I wanted to say like plants, like, uh, but I couldn't think of a fancy word for it. Like different different <laughs> varieties of plants, like herbs. That's what I meant. Did herbs. Start, but did you did did I hear you right? Did you start out with lipsticks and then lipsticks and herbs? Life? Lipsticks and herbs. <laughs> Naturally grown herbs. Filipino yeah. shoulder bag. <laughs> yep, all the kids have them now. Silvix with an X. All right. So with this one, Robbie actually started out very far away from it and talked his way closer. Bad baby. Yeah, that's this me. Silvix is the scientific study of trees and their environment. Yes. And you need a Silvix to carry around that scientific <laughs> study. <laughs> Thank you very much. You have one more? All right. Our final word, also a verb. Cleek, C-L-E-E-K. I'll leave this one to you first, Robbie. <laughs> Thanks. How generous. <laughs> um, a cleek is a small, small mountain range. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so small, it's, it's really just uh, a few rocks that are located in a beautiful area of Denmark. Um near Klicksborg mm. and the this formation <clears throat> this mountain range is known for um, having some of the sweetest sweetest spring water uh, mm. in Klick water yes. in the yes it, it's in the north western part of Europe if that's where Denmark is <laughs> I know it's in. I know. I I can imagine where it is. I'm just yeah. It's not so far west as France, but it's further west than much of Europe. Thank interesting, you. interesting. Thank um, you. I I was gonna go a little different direction, and maybe you know we got our education somewhere else. But I was thinking, clique. Clique is actually um, when you're walking. And you're on like a floor where it typically would creak. So I knew you were just going to change creak to cleek. But it's it's not it's not the floor. It's the noise that your body makes. So when you're walking and something would creak, but your your body is like cracking or cracking. But it's specifically with. What am I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> if you could just see Kyle, we're all in the video chat right now. If you could just see the face that Kyle and I were making at Alex while he's talking. I'm just waiting for him to yeah. land this plane. Which which is a look that 
<laughs> we give Alex this look a lot while he's talking. He's used to seeing it. We're just kind of mouths yeah, yeah, agape, yeah, yeah. unblinking, waiting, kind of trying to track where he's going and where he might be going, but also understanding it's totally futile to try and figure out where it's going. I was trying so, to go with like the noise that like your ankle makes or like when you're when you're trying to creak, but then that's just like cracking. So it doesn't really work. So it's like it's just a syn- it's a synonym it's, for for cracking but only your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> so the ankle popping when you're walking across a creaky when floor. You're creaking. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a, only when you're walking oh, across I forgot, a creaky but it's, floor, it's can you also walk? only in Denmark. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it's, it's definitely a Denmarkian it, word. It's de- the term is Danish, much like the pastry. <laughs> nope, Denmarkian. Denmarkian. So if you're walking on a normal surface and your ankles pop, it's just ankle popping. But if you're walking on a creaky surface and your ankles pop, the ankle pop is now a cleek. Correct. That's what I got from what Alex said. I yeah. was going to go with something gleek, like with your mouth, but then I couldn't, couldn't pivot it. <laughs> anyway, neither of you are correct. What? The correct? Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a verb, first of all. <laughs> Um, it's an active so mountain range. <laughs> it does move because it's only a few rocks. So to click is to grasp or seize suddenly and eagerly. Uh, it's kind of in the middle <laughs> between our two things. Agree to disagree. We learned things today, people, that this is an educational podcast and we will now be advertising for those purposes. All right. The bottom of your your pages where you're talking about bananas that help you with your knee tendons. (laughs) (laughs) Write it. Write it down. Write it down for one of your notes. Putting you on this podcast is the best and worst decision we ever make. Every time we decide to do it. All right. Uh, in honor of our Minister of Food and Nutrition being here, let's do a Would You Rather Food Edition with a thanks of our. With the help of our friends at BuzzFeed, um, we have, and I will, I will make sure we post this link to see what other people say, um, and give you the opportunity. This is called the toughest round of food. Would you rather ever? So I say we all alternate um, on these different questions and move through it a pretty good clip, um, but obviously, room for healthy discussion. Alex, why don't you, if you have the link pulled up, why don't you pull up? Uh, Give us the first would you rather. Absolutely. So the first would you rather is would you rather not be able to eat french fries again for life or to give up pizza forever? I choose to give up pizza. I think I'm going to be in the minority here. but You're wrong, yeah. But please um, go on. Idiot. (laughs) I really like french fries, um, like a lot. And pizza I like. But I don't, like, appreciate pizza like a lot of people appreciate pizza. Um, so I think I would be fine giving it up. You like the, like, munching ability of french fries? Yeah. Like, if 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 I, every time I ordered a burger could not also have fries, I'd be pretty sad. But if I just avoided pizza, I'd be like, whatever. I think I'd it's, rather give up fries. Pizza's a whole meal by itself. Yeah, there's there's a lot of variety of pizzas as well. Where French fries, there's different ways to cut it, but at the end of the day, it's just it's a French fry. Yeah, I think the, that, and I'm not saying that I'd be allowed to have potato wedges or any like different versions of French fries, but like you can replace fries with 
a side salad can just, or can you just chips. Have tots? Does Chip. tots count as a French fry? No, I feel like it's that's too no. close. No, that is not. We're not talking about cutting out all potato products. We're talking about cutting out <laughs> fries. It's a fried. It's a fried. It's just a it's, different shape of a fry. Well, <laughs> so we can't have anything made from a potato because they're all different what shapes of the same ingredient. Well, yes, but it's not fried. Like a tot is a fried fry. A no, fried potato. It says French fries. Shape. It says French fries. So just so you know, the, the public agrees with Robbie and I. 40% would give up pizza. 60% would give up fries. Yeah. I, I, I knew that would happen, but I, I still believe what I believe. Closer, closer than what I thought, to be honest. Next mm-hmm. one. Would you rather never have another slice of chocolate cake or never have another ice cream cone? So, this one's also easy for me. Well, but this Get is, that cake out of here. This is interesting, though, because they're specific Seconded. about chocolate cake, and they're specific about cone. Not that you couldn't never have ice cream again. You just couldn't have it in a cone. That's how I'm interpreting yeah, it. Yeah, having it in a cone is still so much of the experience. Get that cake out of here. Yeah, yep. I'm with you, too. The ice cream man actually came by my house the other day. <laughs> Had a mask and everything. Nice. I was so close to running out there. Gotta, gotta bring joy back. <laughs> And 62% of people agree with us. Yep. Alex, what's our next one? Hmm, this one's a little tougher. Uh, would you rather be deprived of cookies forever or be banned from pastries until the end of time? I don't know why they're worded a little differently. There, two different ways of saying forever. <laughs> yes. Um, the pastries is a lot more broad. I yeah, would there have are a more tendency. Things involved in that. Would, would you include donuts and pastries? Uh, I think for second question, we'll say yes. Oh, I. Mm, for me, I think I would still go. I would rather be deprived of pastries, including donuts and cookies. Wow. Yeah, I don't need cookies. One. I don't need pastries. I'd rather have pastries. Donut is the only thing that really made that one tricky. I think. I mean, there's. I like I mean, pastries for sure, but honestly, Danishes and. Croissants, croissant. I was going to say, every, every time that I'm camping and I have a wonderful croissant breakfast sandwich, then you guys would be so pissed at the choice that you made. Is that a pastry and not a bread? It's, it's clearly a, picture, a pastry. There's a picture of croissant on. A, a croissant. <laughs> it's, just a a pastry, croissant. it's not a croissant. That's it's a, a chocolate croissant. Yeah, it's a croissant. Oh, well. That's, it's tough. I just know I have a lot of cookies, and that <laughs> would be hard. It looks like 62% of people would rather be banned from pastries forever. I'm in the minority again, and I'm still right. Uh, would you rather give up roasted chicken or give up steak? That might be interesting. Why specifically roasted chicken, though, I was going to say, I, just because it's only roasted, I think I could give that up and still have the other kinds of chicken. Yeah. If, like if again... It's worded specifically. If it was give up chicken or give up steak, I think let's change it to that. I I disagree with the wording. I I want to make it debatable. Would you rather give up (laughs) all forms of chicken or steak? Probably steak then. I would give up steak. I just don't have it that often as opposed to chicken is, I feel like, in a lot more stuff. Although, if if they were the same price, then I may have steak more often than I do. That's true. I love me some chicken. Though it might be the best meat turkey. Like I just got just got a barbecue, I barbecued up some steaks, had an extra steak. I've been eating steak sandwiches all week. It's been wonderful. Yeah, I I will say the the like high tier of steak is hot. Like the best steak is going to be better than the best like chicken. 
there's not much range of like yeah it's got a higher ceiling quality. it's got a higher ceiling uh and a higher floor but it costs more mm. yes I think the chicken has a higher floor, but that's again. This one's split pretty evenly. Fifty-one yeah. percent yeah, would rather give almost four hundred thousand people voting. There's only about a seven thousand vote difference. Would you rather give up beer or give up wine? We this skipped one's a tricky one. one. You skipped one. Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh. Well, then we're gonna go to my order. Would you rather give up beer or give up oh. wine? This is this is hard. For, this is the hardest one for me so far. This is. Time goes by, I drink a lot more wine than I do beer, but... Uh, I honestly, I love wine. I think I'd rather give up wine. Because socially, yeah. I drink beer a lot more. I would agree. I, yeah. I would agree, but just by like a hair, just because of the reason you said. Yeah, like not being able to go to Brewfest, that would suck. Right, or like, you know, you don't drink wine at a baseball game necessarily like i feel like beer is something you can drink everywhere whereas wine is like you know more specific applications yeah i agree gotta think long term although buzzfeed disagrees wow 66 percent would rather give up the beer jeez that's so when you think about it most people are drinking miller light or bud light or something and you know what if that was the choices i'd rather give up beer as well (laughs) spoken like a true portlander yeah He's crafty. Yeah. He's crafty. Would you rather never taste another bite of chocolate or give up all other candy? So it's either only have chocolate or everything but chocolate. I would choose to not have chocolate, but that's, if you know me, not a surprise. I'm a no. Mike and Ike's Sour Patch yeah. Starburst. I'm, I am with you. See, my only problem is like, I don't like chocolate very much by itself, but all of my favorite candies are like chocolate bars, like Snickers and Reese's and Milky Wings. I like all those ones. You must choose. I'm going to give up all other candy. I'm, again, I'm pretty surprised at this one. 70% of people would give up all other candy and keep their oh. chocolate. Some people, people really came to their senses. Really need their chocolate. Our last question, would you Never add salt to anything ever again, or never add sugar to anything ever again. I think so I don't add salt or sugar to many things, but I feel like you need to like if I'm making something, I'm more likely going to add like salt to it for cooking. So I'd probably give up sugar. I'm not like baking. If Aaron can bake, you know that's fine. See, that's the thing. We tried to make a cake once without sugar, and it was terrible. <laughs> and then we doubled it. Yeah, we, we, that's just because we forgot about the sugar. Yeah. Um, but it's it, if you would never add it, but could I still eat sugar things that have sugar in it? I just wouldn't add sugar? Is that's it, that's where up? I'm confused. That's how I read yeah, it. Cause it says not add sugar. Because I add salt to a lot of it. stuff. I never add sugar because I don't, like, like you said, mm. I don't bake. Right, but I would rather eat things that were salt-free than sugar-free. Yes. The problem is a lot of, unless, I guess, unless you're eating like Whole30. Sugar, I mean, sugar's in everything you buy at the store. Like Salt is in a heck of a lot of things, too. That's the problem. Pretty much if it's processed, it's salt or sugar. I think if we're talking specifically about things that we are creating, I'd rather give up sugar than salt. Yep, I'm doing the same thing. And so is America slash whoever else is on BuzzFeed.com. The world. The world. Those yep. Denmarkians. 61% Interesting. to 39%. All right. 
I think that uh, wraps up our food edition of Would You Rather. We're going to take our last break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap it up. And Alex is going to make a plea to the listeners of the Playful Banter podcast. And you're not going to want to miss it. Welcome back to the Playful Banter Podcast. Um, we are wrapping up the show now, but before we do that, Alexander has asked for a platform to make an impassioned mm-hmm. plea to the people um, about a cause that he cares deeply about, and we want to allow him that opportunity uh, to share his thoughts with you and hopefully inspire you. In spirit of Thank full disclosure, I want to say Alex did not ask for this, but he's got it. So. He's, he's and getting it. You know it what? I, I need to share. Now that you've given it to me, uh, you know, a lot of things went through my head, but there's one thing. Speaking of from the heart of the food and nutrition uh, department of Great Kingland, please stop adding mushrooms to things that do not need mushrooms in them. There's a lot of food that would be delicious and fine if you just don't add mushrooms in. And then you add mushrooms in, they're smelly, they're weird looking, they're smelly, they're really smelly, and they taste kind of funky. They're fungus. Yeah, they're, literal fungus. They're just, they're just, the biggest thing is they're just unnecessary. What's the flavor? What's the value? There's nothing really being added there. You know, our good friends, uh, co-cabinet members... Natalie and Jeremy made some delicious macaroni and cheese with sausage. They did have mushrooms in it. I will say I ate around the mushrooms. It was okay. <laughs> but if you just didn't have the mushrooms there, I would have gone to like Plowtown and ate all of that. It would have been great. You would have gone to Plowtown? That's the dirtiest sounding food reference I've ever heard. Who goes that's, to Plowtown with how mac and cheese? <laughs> that's how passionate I am about not adding mushrooms into food. So I'm going to add mushrooms to everything that I give you now just to prevent you from going to plow down. <laughs> um, I, it's just, just listen to me, people. It's just not needed. Spend your money on something else. Add bacon to it, you know. Add more bacon. You think you have bacon? Add just a little more. Add a little sausage. Something like that. Jalapenos. Get, get that vegetable out of there. Yeah. I will say I'm I'm with Alex. I am not a mushroom fan, and I like things better when there are no mushrooms. But on the other side, I'm a, of the firm belief that I can make myself like anything if I try hard enough. And so I did it with peaches. I had a peach renaissance, and now I like peaches. I've done it with tomatoes. I made myself like tomatoes. I used to hate them. Do you actually like tomatoes, like or do you tolerate tomatoes? Uh, I'm on the way to liking them. I say, I'd say... If, if it's a continuum and I started off at negative seven, I'm, I'm above zero now. That's on the panda scale also, so that's pretty bad. At the far I'm negative of zero. the panda scale. So I, I feel like I, mushrooms I are you. one of my next things that I'm going to try and make myself like, but I'm also with you that as of right now, leave them out and I'm happier. I feel like yeah. mushrooms, of the things that you're talking about, Kyle, that you're comparing mushrooms to, mushrooms have the least taste. I agree with Alex that it just doesn't seem to add too much. 
to anything, but it does seem to get in the way. Like, I, I ate the mushrooms in the mac and cheese. It was delicious. I do agree with Alex that if you gave me the choice of having that dish with mushrooms or without mushrooms, I would say without mushrooms. But let's just... They don't bother me as much as they used to. Like, I saw, like, I used to see mushrooms and be like, nope, not touching that. Now I'm like, okay, this has mushrooms. It's not worth eating around or whatever. I'm just going to eat them and it's fine. Uh, So I don't hate them, but I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. In that, they got to be toasted and baked to a crisp, so I can't even taste it. Oh, yeah. I don't eat raw mushrooms. If they're cooked, they're kind of like tomatoes. Like, I'll I'll eat cooked tomatoes. I won't like it, but I'll eat them. Um, But if they're raw, I'm not going to touch them. Oh, no. So, what I'm hearing here is that mushrooms don't stop Robbie from going to Plow Town. (laughs) (laughs) I. If they're raw, if it's raw, I'm not going to Plow Town. I'm glad we got through that. Happy birthday to Miranda Cosgrove of iCarly fame. She's 27 years old. Someone on iCarly is 27. I, the iCarly person is 27. Wow. How uh, old are we? We're the same. We're ago. almost the same age as iCarly. I thought yeah. we were way older than that show. Uh, so did I. She must have pretended um, to be younger than she was on that show. I think that's what happened. Also, happy birthday to George Lucas. Alex, how old do you think George Lucas is turning today? Probably no. Never mind. 77. Ooh, you're close. 76. Oh, shh! <laughs> Shame on next you. Time. Next year. I'll get Call it. I'll get it next fan. year. <laughs> and we've got our Jaden Smith tweet of the week from two weeks ago. It says, I want to see some rainbows out there, boys. Rainbows? He's going to Plowtown. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. Anyway. I want to encourage everybody to buy uh, Frankie Muniz's olive oil. Um, go to playfulbanter.org and never fear the bacon.